Greetings and welcome to Worthy Radio. I'm your host, Shannon Yvette. I believe one of the greatest gifts we give ourselves and those we love is the beauty of our own wholeness. When we focus on the inner work of our soul, the outer world will transform. I am honored to be on this sacred and transformative journey with you. Greetings and welcome to Worthy Radio. I am your host, Shannon Yvette, and I'm really excited about today uh, because we are speaking about when going back is no longer an option. I think I told you guys I like the show Greenleaf on OWN. Um, you know, when you work in ministry and you've been in that, that church life, it's just, it's to me, they do a really good job of showing some of the inner workings and just the journey of real people, right. Who love God. So if you haven't checked it out, check it out. That's my plug for Greenleaf because my quote of the day comes from that show. Now there's a character on the show played by the amazing Lynn Whitfield and her name is May. And she says at one point when she's going through something, I'm not going to tell y'all, but she says, I've reached a point in my heart where going back will be an act of disrespect to God himself. I've re, and if you've ever seen Lynn Whitfield act, you know, she put her weight on that line. I've reached a point in my heart where going back would be an act of disrespect to God himself, right? So many of us have reached in relationships, um, in, in, in a personal dynamic in our own lives, we've reached a place where going back is no longer an option. So many of you who've been with me over the years know that we recently said goodbye to our amazing Labrador retriever waffles our amazing yellow lab, um, who was a part of our lives and to me still is, uh, cause love never dies. Right. For 12 years. And yet many years ago <laughs> when waffles was a pup, he was still growing. He was maybe two years old. I, I remember my boys were walking him and he had gotten really sick. And at one point during the walk, uh, waffles vomited. And I said to my boys, pull him away. Cause he, he's going to go eat his vomit and he didn't do it that day, but there was another time that he vomited in the backyard and, uh, he did eat his vomit. It, it, it actually makes me want to gag talking about it. Right. And some of you are in your car like, yeah. <laughs> yikes. Just at the thought, you know, returning to the vomit. Right. But listen, we think that's so gross that a dog would do that. And yet that's a spiritual principle in Proverbs that says like a dog returns to his vomit. So a fool returns to his folly. What we are vomiting up is what has made us sick. It is what has compromised a part of our health. And so when we return to it, we're no different than a dog returning to his vomit. And that's a harsh word. You know, sometimes scripture can be a little ruthless. It can be a little gangster. And yet many of us need to make it plain. We need to make it that plain that if I go back to this, if I go back to this mentality, if I go back to this habit, if I go back to this relationship, if I go back to this line of work, this is like a dog returning to his vomit. And so what happens a lot of times when we walk away from a situation, there is one door closing 
there is another door opening, but there is hell in the hallway, right? And most of us can't make it through that hell in the hallway because we don't have the tools to navigate through the hell in the hallway. And so we start to faint. And the Bible is very clear. Scripture is very clear. Spiritual principle period is very clear that in that uncertainty, your new life is unfolding. It's being crafted. But do you have the patience to endure that messy middle, that hell in the hallway, that sense of uncertainty? Because all of us hate uncertainty. We hate it. We hate it. We hate it. We hate it. It, 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 it creates fear. It creates panic. We don't like uncertainty. And so the thing I love about God is that usually when we're going through seasons where one door is closed and another door is opening, but there's that meantime moment, how do we make it through the meantime? You know, God heats up in the area of coincidence and serendipity and gives us these little signs of comfort that all is well, right? But what if there's silence? What if there is just uncertainty? Many times the way a woman's intuition works is that she'll know what she doesn't want before she knows what she does. So you may not know what you're going to do after this job, but you know you can't do this job no more, right? It's like, I cannot spend another day in this cubicle. It's killing my soul. You may not know when you walk away from a relationship, what relationship is coming next. You just know you can't do that relationship anymore. And then what happens when you get in the middle? What happens when the new thing doesn't come quick enough? You start to reflect back through a rose colored filter of what it was, right? You start to think, well, maybe it wasn't that bad. Well, it was good to have security. Well, it, like they say, I. I <laughs> I'd rather be with the devil I know, right, than uncertainty. And so what will happen is that when we're in that place of uncertainty, we will return to familiar pain. I was watching the, like many of you, watching the R. Kelly documentary, and I remember one of the psychologists saying that a woman will sometimes need to leave an abusive situation seven to ten times before she's really out of it. And so you may not even keep physically returning to something that compromises you or abusing you, but what if you keep returning in your mind? What if you keep getting caught up in the fantasy of, oh, what if I was back there? You know, going and traveling somewhere in our minds can have the same physical impact of sometimes being there because when we have to relive those emotions, relive all of that stuff, we are reintroducing ourselves to suffering. And so many times when we're in that messy middle, we reflect back and we, we try to pretend like it wasn't as bad as it was. And, and we have to remember you left for a reason. When you made that decision to walk away, you were in a moment of truth. When you made that decision to say no more, you were in a moment of clarity. When you made that decision to say enough is enough, you were in a moment of courage. And so don't faint in the middle as you wait for your new beginning to unfold, right? Because there is preparation in the messy middle. There's power in that meantime moment. That is when you can start to say, okay, what do I do to move forward? What do I do to prepare for the promise that is coming? If I walk away from one relationship and I'm trusting that God is going to restore me in love, then what am I doing in the meantime? Am I working on my self-esteem that was damaged in that last relationship? Am I working on my body? Am I focused on my calling and my purpose and doing everything that I can to be in alignment with the promise that's coming? And so the most certain thing in life is it's not enough for me to say I'm going to release 
place? What will I put in its place? If, if you've been bound in a mentality of fear, start saying, God, I replace it with love. I replace it with faith. If you let go of unworthiness, what are you replacing it with? A sense of worth, a sense of self-esteem, and then do something to demonstrate that replacement is there. It's not enough just to release. We have to replace that empty space with something that's better than or something that we desire. And if it's something that we just can't manifest out of nowhere, we can at least replace it with the hope, with the faith, with the expectation of our new life is coming as we co-create with God, right? If it's meant to be, it will meet you on the new road. If it's meant to be, it will meet you on the new road. It will meet you as you get in motion towards your destiny. It will meet you as you walk away from the energy, from the frequency, from the entanglement of it. It will meet you in the new place because what is yours is meant to be and it cannot be compromised if you are doing what you feel called to do, what you feel led to do, what you feel honors the truth of your soul. Keep your resolve even through that meantime moment where you're not certain about what's coming next. And of course, every day we want to give you a spiritual tool or some way to reflect because we believe in you having a spiritual practice. Today, our soul reflection work is a question that I want you to really reflect on in your journal and your private time. How can I become more intentional in my daily life about forward movement? To me, forward movement is, is improving something every day. It's, it's getting better every day. And so how can I become more intentional in daily life about moving forward? When you walk away from something, you free up energy, you free up time, you free up mental reserves, you free up a new capacity to create a new life. So how will you be more intentional every single day about forward movement? As always, it's my honor it's my privilege to be on this journey with you as we rise, remember, and reclaim our worth, our value, our identity in God. Amen. I will see you guys soon. Goodbye. Thank you for joining me today on Worthy Radio. Please feel free to visit us online at shannonyvette.com. My prayer is that you continue to come up higher in personal worthiness and intimacy with God in order to flourish in life and flourish in love.